Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week. This week, I want to talk to you about nailing the case study interview. Nailing the case study interview. Why is this so important? Well, one of the most high-profile activities you can do for your client is to do a case study interview. It's very high-profile. It's very important that you do this right, that you do it professionally. Now, just a reminder, a case study is a product success story. It's the story of how a customer selected your client's product or service, used your client's product or service, and got all these fantastic benefits and results from purchasing your client's product or service. It's the story of that. That is a case study. And a case study interview is when you interview your client's customer in order to get that information, to get that story to begin with so you can write the case study. So a case study interview is is obviously essential to writing product success stories or case studies for your client. And why is it so high profile? Well, think about it. You are interviewing your client's customer. You are asking your client's customer what they think of your client, how happy they are with your client, how happy are they with your client's product or solutions or services. Um, And for a client to ask you to do that, to contact their customers and interview them and ask them them kind of those kind of almost intimate questions, um, it takes a lot of trust. And they want to make sure that you're going to interview their customer in a very professional way, in a way that leaves a very good impression, and in a way that gets the success story out of them. Uh, So this is very, very crucial. In fact, I actually know um, a copywriter many years ago who lost a client because they flubbed up on the case study interview. Uh, The client was not happy with how this person did the case study interview. Apparently what happened is that the copywriter was very apologetic on the phone to the client, uh, to the client's customer. Uh, The copywriter kept saying things like, Uh, sorry, I've never done this kind of interview before. I'm not really sure what to ask, and can you help me out? And he was actually saying this to his client's customer, acting very unprofessional, acting like an amateur, um, really fumbling on on doing the case study interview. And that left a very poor impression with uh, his client's customer and with his client as well. So the client decided not to use the services anymore. So, I mean, I don't know how often that happens, but this is a, an area where when you're working with B2B clients, this is an area where you want to shine. So you want to do this right. So what I want to do in this podcast is to give you some tips and ideas for nailing the case study interview, doing it right and doing it professionally. Now, this podcast is not meant to give you a comprehensive education on how to do case study interviews. You have to take a course or a program with AWAI to get that in-depth information. It's just too much for a single podcast. But what I'm going to do is to give you some top tips, some, some of the best ideas I have for nailing the case study interview. And then I'll leave it up to you to incorporate those in the case study interviews that you do. 
So let's get started. So tip number one, don't agree to do a case study interview by email. Yes, I realize that there's a temptation to do that. I realize that you may be tempted to simply email uh, your client's customer the questions and have them email it the answers back because then, first of all, the client's customer would have done some of the work for you. They've written out their answers. You could use that. Makes it perhaps a little easier for you. And there's also some temptation on behalf of the client's customer for the same thing. They may say, well, just email me the questions and I'll email them back to you. The problem with that is that you lose that that you lose the conversation. You lose that back and forth that you conversation that you need in order to really pull the success story out of your customer to get all the facts and information that you need. Um, what happens invariably is that you send questions to your customer. They may not get around to sending them back to you that quickly. You're not that much of a priority for them. So, because they have to do some work at their end, they got to write out the answers. And depending on how many questions you have, that's a lot of work. They may put it on the back burner. Um, also, you know, you can't easily ask follow up questions. They send the answers back, and I guess suppose you could email back some follow-up questions, but it creates even more work for the customer, and they may not get back to you, and you may be leaving a bad impression. The bottom line is that it's very difficult to get the information you need by trying to do a case study interview by email. So resist the urge to do that. Instead, insist that you do the case study interview by phone. If you can schedule... 15, 20 minutes with your client's customer, half an hour on the phone, then you can ask all the questions you need. You get answers. You can instantly ask follow-up questions. You can clarify things that are unclear for you. You can get the job done. You get all the information you need. It's easier for your client's customer. And it's much more, it's a much more professional approach. So don't agree to do it by e email, do it by phone instead. So that's tip number one. Tip number two record the interview. Record the phone interview you have with your customer. Don't rely on notes. Don't rely on tapping on your keyboard trying to record everything your client's customer is going to say because you'll never get it all. You'll invariably make a mistake. Uh, there'll be things that, you're, that the customer said that you think you'll remember, but then you'll forget, and then the interview is over. You want to make sure it's recorded so you have a record of the conversation so you can go back and listen to parts of it again so you can get the facts right. So always record the conversation. There are many ways you can do that. You know, Skype offers a recording feature. There's, there's devices you can plug into your uh, phone. I have a Sony device that plugs into my phone. You can record the phone call. There are, tele, there are free teleconference services where you can both hop on a teleconference call. There's many options for recording a phone call. And by the way, always ask the customer if you can record the conversation. Always say something like this. Mr. Customer, do you mind if I record our interview so I have a record from my notes? 99.9% .9 of the time, the customer will have no problem with that. So always ask to record the conversation. In some states in the United States, it's actually the law. You have to tell the other person if you're recording them. In Canada and some other parts of the world, it's not the law, but it's just being polite and professional. Always ask. So that's tip number two. Tip number three 
prepare your general questions that you're going to ask in the case study interview. Prepare them in advance. Uh, don't ad lib. <laughs> you know, don't try to go with the flow of the conversation, ad lib, and try to cover everything. Prepare your questions in advance. That way you come across far more professional. And also it ensures that you get all your questions asked. Okay, because if you don't do that, you may end up hanging up on the case study interview and then later on thinking, oh shoot, I forgot to ask a question about X. And now it's probably too late. It's inconvenient for the customer to try to call them back and kind of get you on the phone again and kind of ask this one question I forgot to ask. You don't want to get in that situation. Very unprofessional. You want to prepare your general questions in advance. But you also need to be flexible. You also have to realize that during the actual case study interview, you're going to ask some follow-up questions. You may go on a couple of tangents. That's fine. But have the general questions in place. So that's tip number three. Tip number four. Send those general questions to the customer in advance. When you're arranging and scheduling the case study interview, send the customer, email the customer those questions. Let the customer know, say, know that these are general questions that you're going to ask. This gives the customer an opportunity to, you know, get, get to prepare, to, to get some of the facts together, to make sure they have the facts they need at their fingertips. Uh, and that way they, you, get, you get better information from the case study interview. What you don't want, if you don't do this, for example, what's going to happen is that you're going to ask a question during the case study interview, and the customer is going to go, oh, shoot, I don't have that information at my fingertips right now. I'll get back to you later on. I'll check with Bill and, and, and at, the where, at the warehouse and get back to you. Well, they may not get back to you. Like I said, you're not that much of a priority for them. So um, you want to make sure you send them the questions in advance, the general questions at least, so they can make sure that they have the information they need at their fingertips during the case study interview so to answer the questions properly. And that way that ensures you that you get more information. And also, it's more professional if you do that as well. It's helpful to the customer. They know what, what they're getting into. They know what to expect. They know what questions you're likely to ask. It's less intimidating for them. They can prepare. It's just better all around. Okay, so send your questions in advance. That's tip number four. Tip number five, get them talking about their company, their products, their services first at the beginning of the case study interview. Simply open up with a question like, hey, could you tell me where, what your best product or service is and what your, what, your, what, what your target market loves about it most? Or tell me a little bit more about your company and why, why it's so successful in the marketplace. Ask questions like that. If you get them talking about their own business, that gets them talking. That opens them up. They're, they're less closed. They start talking about themselves and their business. And, and that's a great conversation starter. Once you get the juices flowing, once you get them talking, then it's much easier to get good answers to other questions that you're going to ask later on. It's just like if you're at a dinner party and you meet someone new, you always get them talking about themselves, don't you? Because that gets them talking. And, and when it gets them talking, then that gets the conversation going makes everybody more comfortable. So get them talking about themselves, their businesses, their products and services first before you, you start asking questions about your client's product and services. So that is uh, tip number five. Tip number six, 
get them to describe the problem or issue they had that prompted them to buy your client's product or service. Simply say something like, what was the issue that motivated you to look for a solution, Mr. Customer? Or what was uh, your customer service like before you brought in this customer service training? Can you give me a snapshot of what it looked like and what the issues were? You want to get them thinking about the problem that your client's product or service or solution solved because that's an important ingredient that you need in your case study. Believe it or not, a lot of writers who do a case study interview actually forget to ask that kind of question. So it's important that you ask that. It becomes, it becomes a, a critical component when you're writing your case study. So that's tip number six. Tip number seven. If you don't understand something during the case study interview, ask. Don't be afraid to ask. If the, if the customer says something that's technical or something that you're not familiar with, uh, or they mention a term or a buzzword that you don't know, don't be embarrassed or don't pretend that you understand. Simply say, sorry, Mr. Customer, I don't quite understand that acronym or I don't quite understand how that technology works. Could you explain it to me again in, in layperson's terms? You know, just, just you know, don't be afraid to, to, uh, to ask that type of question. You won't be embarrassing yourself by doing so. You'll be embarrassing yourself if, you're, if you pretend to know something you don't. Um, so be sure to ask. You want to understand everything. Otherwise, you're going to find it very difficult to write the case study later on. Tip number eight, always get specifics. Whenever a customer says something general, try to go for the specific. For example, let's say that your, um, your, your client offers customer service training. So your client's customer has a customer service department that they needed to improve customer service. You might ask something like, well, to what degree did your customer service improve after the training? And the customer might say, well, we really don't know. Well, we know it's better but we don't have a number. We, we're not really sure by what percentage is better. Well, that's, not, that's pretty vague. What you can do is you can ask this. You can say, would it be safe to say that your customer service improved by 20% or by at least 20% or by at least 25%? Something like that. And often what will happen is customers say, yes, it would be, it would be safe to say at, at least 20%, probably more like 30%. Well, now you have a number. Now you have a specific that you can use in your case study because the customer has told you that it's safe to say that customer service improved by at least 30% for them as a result of the training. It, that's what I call the would it be safe to say question. It's a great way to nail down a specific. And finally, tip number nine. Always ask this question at the conclusion of the case study. Say, ask a question like this. If you were recommending my client to a close friend or colleague, what would you say to them? That's a great question because always the customer goes, hmm, what I would say if I was recommending my, uh, your, the client to a close friend or colleague, I would say that they're honest and trustworthy or that they're very good with their service or that they're, they're great people to work with. They'll often say something like that, that they never even covered 
in, in the other answers to your question. Something new. They'll always come up with something new and something great that you can use in your case study, something unexpected. I find I get that all the time when I do a case study interview. So ask that question at the conclusion of the interview. You'll often get a surprising and fantastic answer that you can use in your case study that'll help take it up to the next level. So those are nine tips for for nailing the case study interview. Obviously, there's many other techniques involved in doing case study interviews. You can find out more about those techniques at b2bwritingsuccess.com. It has a lot of articles on on, on writing case studies. AWAI AWAI has a lot of programs on writing uh, case studies that can help you. But those are, are, are nine tips that you should always remember when you're writing case studies. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you found the information useful. And would you do me a favor? If you have any questions or comments about this edition, or if you have any topic suggestions for future editions of the B2BWritingSuccess.com podcast, please send me an email. You can reach me at steve at stevesloanwhite.com, and I'd be delighted to hear from you. So until next week's podcast, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. 